It's the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. The Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann. And on dispatchlive.co.za, the Dorney with Nick Pike seems to indicate that the ocean off the east coast of Africa is a little angry. Our warrior of the waves, Nick Pike himself, joining us now. Nick, what is going on? You've been describing the ocean as angry. You've said the water is a chocolate color. Why is this? Darren, um, well, if you're a surfer, we've been lucky for a while, uh, in a sense, because the surf's been up. A little bit of a backhanded blessing because the wind's been east, which is not always the best. We've had swell size and tides for a while that have been pretty good. And uh, what it is, is that time of year, uh, we recently had a super blue moon. A super moon is one thing, a blue moon is another. Super blue moon, two come together. And that happens around about equinox which is right about september 22 21 22 23 september right. is when we get uh, this blue moon effect well we had two full moons in a month uh, that's a blue moon and then a super moon is another phenomenon and we had a whole lot of things coincide recently and then we had that massive swell that came crashing up the coast when uh, Brass Bell Restaurant and all the seafront restaurants had, you know, waves coming through windows and crazy stuff like that. But just lately, right now, as in in the last how many days, um, in the last seven or so days, we've had a crazy amount of east wind rain. October, the month of October, the wind tends to sort of come east, onshore, east, west, east, west, but we get a lot of east wind in October, which then drives into a south wind, and when that south wind stands up, the swell stands up with it, and with it comes onshore rain. So we've had crazy rain that's brought our rivers down. A lot of mud has come down with our rivers, muddy into the ocean, brown waves, chocolate brown, and uh, big waves, crazy seas, lots of currents. Uh, a little bit tricky to surf some of that, especially if you're getting towards my vintage. But, uh, yeah, big rain, muddy rivers, huge surf, right. October. Um, and fun if you find the right spot to surf that. How long is this likely to uh, continue for, Nick? We seem to have moved out of a drought cycle two to three years ago. We had had about an eight-year drought. Um, no, my, it was a bit shorter than that, but I can tell you that the Becher River, for example, has been closed for about eight years, and it has just broken last weekend with the weekend rain that we had. So we've had a long period of drought, um, and that river has filled up, filled up, filled up. The drought broke, what, two years ago in East London? Two or three years ago, and it's taken that long to fill the Becher up again and break it out. But we seem to have run through a two- to three-year wet long wet season and one wonders about climate crisis and we have still got rain coming this weekend and i think we might have a wet december for our holiday makers sorry about that but that's got to come to an end one day and move us back into a drought cycle i don't know if our cycles are becoming longer you know your drought cycle is longer and your wet cycle is longer but right now we're in a wet cycle and, and and you might remember the El Nino and the La Nina effect, those things still in play, but those cycles might be oscillating over longer seasons these days. But yeah, wet season right now. Man, let's hope that we get a bit of sunshine in the summer holidays. Now, you mentioned the surfers. They won't be the only ones affected. Uh, fishermen and uh, various other water sport enthusiasts 
Are they being sensible at the moment? And what would be the sensible course of action for them to follow, B? Um, look, I think if you've been surfing for years and years and years, you know which beaches are safe and which beaches are not safe. If it comes to brown, dirty water and you get bitten by a shark, it's probably a ragged tooth shark. Now, if you're given a choice, ragged tooth or great white, I suggest you take the ragged tooth. Um, because if a great white has a test bite, you're in a very bad way. Raggies, uh, you're going to get hurt, but you're probably going to get home. But um, in terms of being safe, uh, the dangerous things are smaller than sharks. And we're talking uh, grey water infiltration, uh, sewage coming down the rivers. Uh, and that's more dangerous than a shark. So if you're surfing a public beach like Nahoon Beach where we have the Nahoon River close by, or you're surfing Orient Beach where we have the Buffalo River close by, uh, things more dangerous than sharks are the pollution in the water. That can make you very unhappy. So avoid those beaches. Uh, If you're surfing out of town, you're going to be safer from that. But yeah, there is always an elevated risk of maybe a raggy or on a very, very, very bad luck day, a Zambezi might sort of nibble your toes (laughs) or such like. That's an off day. But as I often say to friends, the greater shark problems are the two-legged sharks on land. Sign the dotted line. Yeah, the contract is good. It's going to be fine. Those are are dangerous sharks because they don't have fins. You can't see them by their teeth. And uh, that might hurt quite a lot. Whereas in the water, I've got fins, I've got teeth, I might bite you. Oh, I'm going to get out of the water. I've finished surfing for the day today. So, yeah, with our big surf, currents has been a bit of an issue. And we've had a lot of current chasing around. But um, by and large, if you are more than average surfer, you should be fine. Oh, fishermen? Yeah, a little bit frustrating trying to fish dirty brown water. That's no fun. But... The rivers have broken open. So guys who know their river fishing are now looking at new rivers that used to be blind that are now tidal. That's a new bag of fun for fishermen. And give it some time, the brown water will clear up, the fish will come back, and we're going to have a great summer. For listeners and readers who aren't aware of the Dorney, which is your feature on Dispatch Live, give it a punt and tell them what it's all about. Well, every morning, Monday to Friday, I'm up and out of bed uh, nice and early, and I get down to the sea. Um, I'm out of bed at about 5.30, and I'm down at the sea at about 6.15, 6.30, quarter to 7. There's a live radio report I do, and at the same time, I also do a little video vlog, the Dorney, that um, gets downloaded on Dispatch's digital website. And so you can see what the ocean is doing Monday to Friday without getting out of bed. If you're warm and cozy under the duvet or you've got better things to do or you're in the office and you have to work from early, you can take a look at the Daily Dispatch digital site at the Dorney vlog. And that is a little video surf report of what's happening. Are there any interesting birds flying around down at the sea? Are there any interesting fish being caught? Is there been any interesting change in sandbars and, um, What's going on close to the sea? What are the peripherals? I'm trying to wake up happy and share happy with people in their cars and in their offices and give a little bit of information on the sea temperature, what the wave sizes are, and what the uh, weather is for the day. Is the tide coming in? Is the tide going out? And uh, where's a good place to surf? And where's a good place to fish? And just put the ocean into people's houses and offices for a little while. Metaphorically speaking. Okay, Nick, so uh, let's, <laughs> let's, let's test you on this one. 
An easterly is blowing. The beastly easterly is blowing, and the sea is doing what it's currently doing, um, East London way. It's high tide. Where are the best surf spots? It's low tide. Where are the best surf spots, generally? asked me a question that I can definitely answer. So it's October, the beastly easterly is ripping, and uh, the surf's starting to stand up, and there's a reverse current. That's a rare thing. Normally, um, current will come down our points into our bays, but on a reverse current, the current will be going across the beach and going out against the point. My favorite surf spot in those conditions, and I do call it the red eye surf session, your eyes are going to look a little bit like hamburgers when you've been finished surfing in this beastly easterly. Rainbow Valley. It's a little bit of a secret spot, but it's hard work to get the secret spot going. And if the current's reversing, the high tide waves coming into Rainbow Valley this afternoon, by the way, 4.30-ish, um, with the uh, east wind. It's, it's changed to west now, so you missed it. You needed to get it yesterday. Uh, Rainbow Valley is a great little surf spot. If you go down to Gunibi Main Beach and you paddle across the Gunibi River and then walk across the rocks into Rainbow Valley, it's a great east wind surf spot right there. And uh, that's been one of my training grounds for years and years and years and uh, really have enjoyed the break. Oh, cool. And, uh, but it's hard work. It's one of those sessions where if you kiss enough frogs, a princess will pitch up somewhere. <laughs> Nick, we appreciate you joining us on the Daily Dispatch in discussion today. And more importantly, we appreciate you sharing your very own secret surf spot with all our listeners and our readers. Darren Mann, Daily Dispatch. Thank you for the call. Lovely chatting with you. Cheers, Nick. Bye. That was the Daily Dispatch in discussion with Darren Mann.